Blog Talk Radio. Shape the future. 
future of our nation. Podcasting, restoring our republic. I'm turning it over to the republic now. Go ahead. The floor is yours. Thank you, Joe. Uh, welcome, America. Again, uh, restoring your republic here. We're doing this peacefully and lawfully for all the we the people here in America. It's brought to you by Republic for United States of America.org. Go there and, and educate yourself. Read the Declaration of Sovereign Intent and the Proclamation of Claim of Interest, and you'll see what we the people in the Republic are doing for you, we the people. Uh, Justice Waters, what do you have for us this evening? Thank you, Governor. Thank you, uh, Joe. You know, we are the Republic for the United States of America. We are a group of people who like that sound bite you just heard. We may be a little less or a little more than 3%, but we represent 100% of the American population. We're doing this because your your body, your mind, and your soul is all at stake. You may not want to believe this. You may not believe it at all. Some of you may not be religious. That's fine. That's your personal standing. But what I'm going to talk about tonight will affect you. It will affect you for the good or it will affect you for the bad. Tonight I'm talking about a thing called transhumanism. Back about probably a year ago, we started hearing rumblings in Congress on C-SPAN and some of the news networks where Congress members or senators would ask different scientists, can you define a man or can you define a woman? And they would come out and they would say, no, I can't. Uh, Is it only a woman that can give birth? Well, they couldn't answer that. 
Now, we know that they could, but they chose not to. Why? I found out about a year ago that the United States uh, Supreme Court back in 2015 heard a case where the nanotechnology was being discussed. And the Supreme Court ruled that anybody who took any kind of shot or vaccine that had the nanotechnology in it would be labeled a transhuman. Now, that got my attention. I'm wondering, what in the world is this? We, we began to find out what was in these, these jabs that people were forced to take. I mean, not just, you know, a certain ingredient that was supposed to keep you from being sick, but it had other stuff in it. Today, I'm going to talk about a seven-part event. We're in it right now. It's already begun. There are seven parts to gaining access to becoming a transhuman. The first thing that they have to do is make you believe that you are one or you can become one. The first thing they would do is they deny that the human race is from a creation, that it is an accident, only from nature, done by evolution only. The second step is you have to have people comply with what the deep state propaganda that everyone should be vaccinated when a major pandemic comes on the scene. My God, if you don't get it, you're going to make everybody else sick and everybody's going to die, all because you didn't want to take it. Sounds like Dr. Fauci, don't it? They present a very scary disease. They promote it. They tell you that if you don't take these types of measures, well, you're, you're, you're not looking out for the human race. Then they tell you they got a vaccine for it. Well, you know, no matter how it got out there, we've got the solution. And they provide it for you for free. All you got to do is go take it. Now, the problem is that vaccine had what they called nanotechnology that delivers metal substances called graphene oxide. And that builds a metal formation inside your bloodstream, able to collect data from a central computer system so it can talk to you and it can talk to other computers. Now, it's not doing that yet, but those who took the jab have that inside their body. All you got to do is look up autopsies of those who had the vaccine, and you're going to find people that are doing the embalming across the world who are now telling stories that they're finding all kind of crap in people's bloodstreams when it comes out during the embalming process. Some of it looks like worms. Others look like spiders. They're finding little tiny metal chips coming out with the blood, that's the graphene oxide. 
it has the nanotechnology, which is the delivery system. And each time that you show up for an injection, all paid for by the state or the government, you're constantly getting more graphene oxide placed into your system. It's now been proven that after three injections, your bone marrow is no longer acting to make white blood cells. That's the part of your immune system that goes through the blood to where there's an injury of some type, and those white blood cells eat up the bacteria or the injured part, even the viruses that's in your body. But if you're not making it, and you're only making up to 30% of what you should be, then your immune system is so far down the scale, now you are totally 100% reliant on the state to keep you healthy. This is where they want you. See, if COVID isn't the one that's killing you, it's your body's immune system from the shots that you took because now you're getting sick from stuff like cancer, like heart disease. You can cut yourself, have it get infected, and then die because your immune system isn't operating the way it's supposed to. Now they have the graphene oxide inside of you. They have this nanotechnology inside of you, and that is their cornerstone for their final destructive force against the human race. You are now the building block for their final act, transhumanism. So this is where we are at right now, September 20th, 2022. But guess what's coming? Now, for those of you that don't read or study the Old Testament because, well, you believe Jesus did away with the law, I have some shocking news for you. Jesus is not his name. Yeshua is. That is the Hebrew name, Yeshua, son of Joseph. He did not come to do away with the law, but to fulfill it. By following the law, you are perfect. Except as humans, we cannot follow the law completely in perfection. So along came Yeshua, who did. Then after we accept him, with our faith and our heart, and confess him with our mouths, we are covered by his blood and filled by his spirit that is all of holiness from heaven. You can find that in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. But it gets better. That blood that covers us protects us from our enemy, Satan. And with his word, we can have victory every day against our enemy. But I always wondered as a child growing up, what is the definition of sin? How do I know I'm actually in sin? I know the Bible talks about it, but what is it? Later I found it. It's found in 1 John chapter 3, verse 4. Now for those of you that want to argue certain things. This is New Testament, not old, okay? This is after the fact. 
that Jesus died and rose and ascended. This isn't even Jesus saying it. It's the, it's the disciple that loved him the most, John the Beloved. Whosoever commits sin transgresses also against the law. For sin is the transgression of the law. What's a transgression? It's a violent act against. So how what is sin? It's when you reject the law. Not Christ. It's not when you reject Christ. It's not when you reject the covering of the blood. It's not when you reject those kind of things. It's when you reject the law. Well, what is the law? The law is found in Genesis through Deuteronomy, the first five chapters of the Old Testament. That includes the books of Exodus, where the Ten Commandments are found, Leviticus, where the feast days are found, and Numbers, where the laws for the 12 tribes are found, and Deuteronomy is where the laws of the temple are found. Genesis is where creation and the fall of man happened, and it explains the laws of nature and the events from Adam to the 12 tribes. There is a scripture in Leviticus 21.5 that states, talking to the priest or the priesthood, that would be the Levitical tribe, that you will make no marking upon your flesh. You shall not cut yourself. And if you are the priest, you shall not cut the corners of your beards. Your wife needs to be a virgin when you marry her. And this means that in Leviticus 21, under the law of the Torah, you, a believer, shall not take anything that will destroy your body. You shall not cut yourself, and you shall not make or take any marking upon your body. This, under the law, is what gives Yahweh, God, the Creator, the right to send those who not only sin, but take the mark of the beast willingly and go into the lake of fire that burns for eternity. It is rejection of the law. But for us who serve him and worship him, we must follow his law. So, what is coming for us? See, first they needed to get the nanotechnology inside of you the graphene oxide, all the other ingredients. It's the setup. A builder, a construction guy who's building a formation of a, of a cinder blocks to put a house on, always starts with a cornerstone. COVID was the cornerstone of their building blocks. Then they need to implant the graphene oxide that attaches to the bone marrow, the brain, heart, lungs, and the entire central nervous system. Why would it attach itself to those organs? 
gospel. Those are the ones that keep you alive every single day. Without one of those in operation, you die. (coughs) Third, they need to put into your system something called biomolecule. That's done through gene delivery, which is done by nanotechnologies. This is accomplished through what they call carbon nanotubes. A carbon nanotube inside your bloodstream looks like a tiny round tube that may be one centimeter long, and it collects other data and nanotechnologies that they inject into your system. It forms and goes into that nanotube. Kind of looks like a, a what they used to call a, what the Walmart had them uh, on everything to track it. Kind of looks like that when they're done. But those things are floating around in your system. They call this article the NCBI. It's an enabling technology that would facilitate the making of nano devices using these blood compatible nanomaterials as building blocks for biomedical applications such as artificial implants, including structure tissue replacement, artificial blood vessels, functioning devices such as drug deliveries. Fourth, they need to place inside of you something called polyethylene hydrogel. This is a substance that once your body has this element injected into it by their shots and injections, the polyethylene hydrogels begin to change the makeup of the cellular structure within the DNA. And the gel hey, Roger. are used. Roger, I got a question for you before we get down that nano stuff and everything. A uh, couple people uh, talk conversing with here uh, about this. Uh, for one, one starter is the story about the uh, funeral homes. They're having problems with the bodies shooting up the bodies. You know how they shoot up with the formaldehyde uh, after you die? Yeah. They're, they're finding that now they cannot shoot up the bodies because they've got right. these huge, uh, long clots in their system. So they're having problems do, uh, shooting up these bodies. That was one thing uh, real quick I was going to ask you. And then to this mark of the beast. Now, we're not trying to uh, do an entire show here because people are asking about religion, but this is the system that's being set up, and it's a system that's being set up. And I believe that you think with the frontal lobe of your forehead and you buy with your right hand. And the Bible says you buy, you know, buy, you know the number 666, you won't be able to buy or sell. So, and you're going to have a mark on your right hand or your forehead, right? So we know that the frontal lobe you think with, right? You make your choices with that, and you buy and sell with your right hand. So it's going to have to be a system that's implemented that forces us to use that to make those choices. So, you know, uh, how could it be? Uh, are you saying one person's asking me? Are you saying that the vaccine is the mark of the beast? No, the vaccine is a setup, a building block to get us to take the other stuff that I'm talking about right now, 
this stuff is coming very in the near future. There will be more events take place, bio uh, warfare against the human race, where you got to take something to survive, or at least they tell you that, and they'll, they'll kill some people to make it look like it's, it's horrible, so you'll run down to the nearest riot aid and get your shot, just like they want you to, because, well, hey, you did it with COVID, so now you can do it with this. And they're going to threaten you if you don't, just like they did with COVID. You know, if you don't take it, you lose your job and all this other stuff. But see, now they know who is going to be compliant and who is not. Now, I'll just I'll just put this out there right now. I was going to say it later. If you wear one of those watches, FitNet or whatever it is they call it, where it tracks your steps and your blood pressure and all these other things, you know, 90% of the world's population already wears those things every day of their life. You know, that sends out information to a computer uh, system where they can track that. Not only you, but them. And that's how they're going to set this system up, by using devices like that. They won't be using the one they have now. They will come out with another one that's more advanced, can do more things. But this is how they're going to implement it. I'm not going to talk religiously about anything. I'm going to tell you about the system they are setting up because, by God, we're living in it right now. It's not something that we can talk about 10 years down the road. We're talking starting two years ago. We've been in this, and this is the problem. People aren't told the truth. Your politicians aren't telling you the truth. A lot of your pastors, they don't know, so they don't know what it is, so they just stay away from it. Besides, if they talked about it, they might get arrested. So they just be quiet about it. So when it comes down to your level as just a person out in the civilian population, you're told one thing on the news, one thing on that same thing is all over the place on the Internet, but you're not told the truth. I told my brother-in-law about this over a year and a half ago. Stay away from this stuff. He took it. He took three booster shots. He's a mortuarian. He does embalming. And now he is scared to death because he sees what's coming out of these people's blood. And now I have to deal with him, and I have to tell him, I told you to stay away from it, but now he sees it through other people. He's 70 years old. This tells me that there are people out there who knew the truth because us and other people have told them, but they just blew it off because, you see, we don't have the Ph.D. from Harvard. or We're not medical. We don't have that degree from Purdue University. We don't know what we're talking about. When in reality, we are the ones that know, and they're the ones that are being forced or willingly hiding information. This is why people like Joe, who has a podcast that allows people like us to come on and deliver this stuff, you better take heed to it, folks. You better not just blow it off. You better know what's going on. Like it or not, your eternity is at stake here. 
And I'm not talking 30 years down the road to make a choice. I'm talking in the next year. So, yes, I understand about the blood work. I understand about those things. People, they're uncovering multiple blood clots in people's bodies who do the embalming. And, yes, he has told me there were three just last week he could not completely embalm unless they opened them up and cut into their heart. So, yeah, it's a, it's a problem now. It's also the truth coming out and telling all of us. God is warning us. He gave me this just Sunday to deliver tonight because it's so important. That tells me if it's that important to do it in two days, there's something coming down the road we need to prepare for. Hey, Roger, what about the September? Roger, I've got a couple other questions here. Uh, and anybody who's on the phone line, you got to press 1. Uh, remember that, guys, if you want to queue in here. But uh, the September, we talked about the September 24th uh, deal. Now, that's a new thing going around the Internet, uh, September 24th. Uh, what, 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 if anything, is there anything to this or what's going on or, or uh, can anyone in the Republic or, or anyone who's got uh, ears to the ground or anybody out there know what the heck is this is all about now? Because it's kind, well, kind of reminding me of this Q stuff again, you know? You know, Joe, there, there has been multiple things that have come down on the Internet that have given us dates of things that are supposed to happen. And two weeks go by and nothing ever happens. Ninety percent of what you read about stuff like that is false information to get people like us to tell other people to get scared or whatever, and then they want to see what the reaction is. That's how they learn how we react. Now, yeah, and, I don't know and Roger, I just want to let you know. On we, that day. Yeah, and Roger, huh? I just want to let you know we got. Uh, I think we got the Righteous Army, their mic on here that's waiting. Okay. Got his hand up, and then we got three two three, another caller. A couple others with their hands up. Just wanted to let you know that. Okay. Let me just say this, and we'll go to Mike. Um, You know, I I don't know if anything is actually going to happen on the 24th, but I do know this. The world currency has to become part of the new world order. It all has to go digital. And I know that they want this, this fall to happen in this country. Now, that's going to require things that we're not really thinking about, like what happens to my $35 million I got in the bank? What happens to my 401K? What what happens to my savings? You know, when, when the Federal Reserve falls, it's going to disrupt millions of lives. You think the Great Depression of, of 29 was bad. This is going to, you know, go by that a thousand times. But here's the thing. We know it's coming. We know it's going to happen. We just don't know when. But there is a key here. We also know that the Pope, who is a guy that's up high enough in level that he is in the know of everything. He's a part of everything. And he told all his people to get your money out of the civilian banks and put it in the Vatican. Why would he do that unless he knows something's happening? The other problem is he gave a date. 
He said the 30th of September. Get it done by then. What does that mean? That means that probably somewhere on the 24th, we're going to start to see just certain things happen internally that's going to prepare for the fall of everything. We had, what, a 1,300-point uh, drop in, in the market the other day. We're going to start seeing more of that, I guarantee you, until it's all dried up. Let's, uh, Joe, let's put Mike on. Yeah, let's get yeah, let's get these callers. I don't like to make let people wait too long. Uh, Mike, uh, Righteous Army, uh, go ahead. You're on. Go ahead, brother. Hey, Joe. How you doing, brother? Good, good. I've got a couple and, people on here I've been telling you about also that have been that are listening in tonight. I've been telling them, trying to get them over there to the website to listen into the Zoom call. So the floor is yours right now. Yeah, I appreciate it. And and uh, hello to the judge there um, and everybody else that's on the line. The judge pretty much nailed it, you know. Um, he knows what he's talking about. Um, let me just say, as far as the 24th goes, yeah, it's good for all of us to hear things to, you know, share the information. I don't know if this has been mentioned yet, but the one thing that I saw, um, and forgive me, the darn dogs, man. Let me get this. <laughs> Let me get this big, big, big dog to show. He's done always, um, even when I talk to you on the phone. You got to put his two cents in. The one thing, the one thing that that I heard, um, which hard to hard to keep my mouth. Sorry, guys. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> They're chasing each other around. You gotta love live radio. I love it. <laughs> um, man, and now I lost my train of thought. Um, what I was gonna. Ref, uh, refer to um, wow because um, it was something um, that that I did hear that I wanted to share. Um, well, it's about the September twenty fourth. You know what? what right, they, you know they they put this stuff out there, and you know they, was it half truth? Is it truth? Yeah, I just came back to me. Just came back to me. Um, we know that um, that they have you know what we call red flags or false events and and you know they they create a problem so that they can take rights away from people it, it's all you know you know the you know the uh whatever they call it the galian dialectic right create a problem and and give the solution um we know that they use crises actors for for an absolute fact and they throw it right in our face um i don't mm-hmm. know if anybody knew about it but when they had that alleged shooting at the gay club in orlando I saw several mm-hmm. people who posted um, uh, screenshots of ads in the um, uh, Craigslist um, requesting um, for their uh, – they, they, they put out an ad for crises actors in that location right. two weeks prior. So I did just see another um, uh, post where somebody had a um, screenshot from actually from the FEMA putting out an ad for 50 crises actors in Jefferson County on the 24th. So wow. I don't know if anyone else has seen those kinds of things, but they, they, they are open. They always reveal what they're going to do. It's just a matter of whether you see it or not or whether somebody else saw it. And well, yeah, it's like it a vampire. It. It's like a vampire. they got to tell you what, you know, you got to invite them in to suck your blood. You know, they can't just yeah. come in and do it, right. you know. Yeah. Right. And they do that. You know, I mean, we know they put it out in movies and everything else, with what they're planning on doing. We know there's most likely a huge tidal wave um, going to hit the eastern seaboard because they're they're going to either – 
you know, put they're already probably have already laid multiple, you know, atomic bombs or TNT or whatever they can do out in certain crevices in the ocean. Yeah. Um, you know, last remember last year when there was the fire, uh, the earthquakes and the volcano erupted over on whatever the name of the island is with the big ledge that they said has a rift in it. It's going to fall yeah, into yeah. the ocean. I forgot. Yeah. And I see you three two three. We're going to bring you on here just in a few just a few seconds here. And I have a friend that was uh, traveling out west. Actually, he was in Utah. He was staying at a motel, a Motel Six, and he said he heard explosions, like the ground was shaking. He said he never heard. He, and he's from uh, Connecticut, and he was he traveled out to the west coast, and uh, he was staying in Utah, and he said he heard explosions in Utah. Like, well, it was the ground was rumbling and everything. This was a couple nights ago. He called me. He said, Joe, you ain't going to believe this. And he's telling me, yeah, the ground was shaking and explosions. So, you know, we've heard this stuff before. You know, what are they up to, these these these, these dirtbags? You know, what are they up to? And it is a combination. It, it's like like the judge said, they'll put out false information also just to see how we react. But they'll also put out what they're going to do. It's just kind of a mix of both. Um, you know, it, as far as the cryptocurrency, the judge really nailed it there because that is their ultimate end game. That's what they're right yeah. on the precipice of doing. They're going to put that into effect very soon. And it really comes down to the people not accepting it. Again, just like not accepting a face diaper, not accepting a vaccine, we just have to put our, our feet down and really unite and organize against it to the umph degree and say, no, we, we don't accept that. We're not utilizing your digital currency where you can manipulate and control our lives. As you know, that's what I've been pushing all along is, is just to wake people up to the reality. Most people just are missing that. They, they see things in a very superficial way of, oh, you know, when we get our Republicans back in office, everything will be good. When in the meantime, the stuff that's going on in the background is ultimately the reality that there's a new world order, one world government system afoot, and they're doing everything they can to put it in play using technology and social scoring and, and all that as a means of being able to manipulate and control all of humanity, their sheeple, their goyim that they can have control over. So, you know, people What's need to the wake militia, up to Mike? What militia? Now you're with the you got the uh, national commander spot there. You took your 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 you got the righteousarmy.org site up and running. You got these Zoom meetings going on now three times a week. Yeah, trying to get militia together all across the country. Uh, now I've got a couple people on here that have been a part of militia groups in in uh, Ohio, Indiana, and whatnot, and and they've seen these groups like me throughout the years. But I'm I'm a part of yours. I, I believe in it. Uh, but they they've talked to me. And, you know they've seen these groups spark up and then peter out or you get these idiots in there you know and and they ruin it for a group of others or you know just what have you they've just seen nothing come of it you know nothing really came of it what can you what can, can, can you expound on that maybe a little bit yeah absolutely i appreciate that um this is the most important thing we can all be doing it's it's glory to God Almighty, glory to our Heavenly Father. It came by inspiration um, at 3 o'clock in the morning. I was woken up out of a dead sleep and all of this running through my mind. Um, it's simply the fact that the militia has been – look, they have psyops galore, as we know. The enemy, they confuse people on, on, on race issues and religious issues and God issues and you name it issues. They, they have a psyop for everything. They change history. They, they, they feed people false narratives. They have people just so confused they don't understand nothing. And that's why most people don't even understand it's about a new world order. What is the one, the one banner we can all unite behind is the fact – and the one thing that we would all have in common to the most part is accepting that we have God-given, inalienable or unalienable rights of self-determination, right? 
individual sovereignty, free will, self-determination. That's what we have. And the one thing that we have, our rights come from God, but what people don't recognize is that all the laws that we can reference, the Bill of Rights, the Constitution for the United States of America, federal civil rights, the Americans with Disabilities Act, those laws weren't put in place to give us our rights. Those, all of those laws were put in place to protect our rights. So the rights that we have, how do we ultimately de- defend and protect ourselves? De- Declaration of Independence. When the government becomes destructive of these ends, with these ends being our peace and our safety and our happiness and our rights, when the government becomes destructive of those ends, it is the right and duty of the people to unite, organize, and abolish that government. Now, I always say that the tip of our spear, the tip of the militia spear is absolutely law. It's God's law and common law. We're doing, and everything that we're doing is lawful, peaceful, open, and transparent. And essentially what we're doing is creating a new brand, a new understanding of what the militia is. Because part of the, there are many psyops, was to get this notion out there to make people have a bad idea about the militia, make people think it's, it's a, it's a, it's a two-pronged psyop. Number one, oh, don't worry about it, man. The militia's out there, man. They're in the backwoods, and they're going to take care of all this corruption. No, they're not. Um, that's just to make people think that somebody else is going to take care of it, just like the Q psyop. And number two, it gives people this idea that, oh, it's just a bunch of good old boy rednecks with guns in the backwoods, and they're about to commit acts of sedition and insurrection. So it gives it a negative flavor. The new flavor, the new understanding, the proper, smart way to go about it is simply for people to recognize that we, the people, are the militia. We have the right to assemble. We have the right to bear arms. We have the right and the duty to abolish a corrupt government. And if we do it lawfully and peacefully and openly and transparently and smartly, then we can have some success. And in in the system that I was blessed to have been blessed with, with this vision coming to me, is that in every single county, we need to have one or two or three point men, point women who act as, um, and again, this, you know, this is all of us who are of like mind on, on key issues, right? We're, we're, it's, it's those of us who believe in the Constitution and the Second Amendment and, our, and the Bill of Rights and our God-given inalienable rights and, and traditional family values. We're opposed to a new world order, leftist, liberal, progressive, transsexual, transgender agenda. That's what communism is. It's about perversion and godlessness. We're opposed to that. So those of us who are of like mind on those issues must come together, must step up to the plate boldly, fearlessly, to say, hey, yes, we're going to set up militia office, lawful, peaceful, open, transparent. Here we are, and we're going to do it in a, in a new way. It's not about a bunch of guys in camis with guns. No, we're the militia, and we have the right to assemble, and we have the right to bear arms, and we will if we have to as a last resort. But let's grow as a community. Let's grow in our community. It should be I always say it like this. What should have happened over the last 30, 40 years is all the military veterans out there, the righteous warriors, especially those that served as Navy SEALs, Green Beret, Army Rangers, imagine when they got out, if they scratched their head and said, man, I really learned a lot over the last 15, 20 years. I think, I, you know, what if, what if, what if our government ever goes rogue? What if communists ever infiltrate and hijack our government? What if we do ever get overrun by chi- the Chinese and, and, and the Russians? What if? You know what? I think I'll open militia office in my community, and I'll do community events, community affairs, community services. I'll have a gun safety training program, invite the families and the kids down, talk about the dangers of guns and the safeties and how to respect them and how to use them properly. Have once a month 
somebody come in who's an expert on the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and discuss what our laws are and educate the community. You know, let's get every single person to wear a shirt that says Second Amendment, I am militia, which people can get at our website or they can make them themselves. I don't care if they get them on our website or they make them themselves, but they need to get them and get them made. Everybody that voted for Trump, which is the majority of Americans, need to throw their red hat into the circular file and get a T-shirt that says Second Amendment, I am militia, and start coordinating in their communities. So now we have this group of people that are growing lawfully, peacefully, structured, organized, where the enemy knows, man, these people are growing and there's nothing we can do because they're doing it lawful, they're doing it peaceful, they're doing it open, they're doing it transparent, and they have the right and they're standing for their, for their rights, they're standing for their constitutional laws and, and, and common law and God's law, and they're growing. So that now, as time goes on, imagine having a point man or a point woman or two or three or four of them in every single county, in every single state, and those point men and women are communicating county to county. They all elect and appoint a state coordinator who's now the militia state coordinator over all the counties, helping to organize them. The local point men and women in their counties are working in friendly cooperation with their constitutional sheriffs, the, the elected or appointed state point man or woman is working in friendly in friendly conjunction with his their constitutional governor and then all the state point men and women can elect or appoint a national militia coordinator national militia director who will be the liaison for the states and we the people with the federal government and when they step out of line go ahead michael let me just uh i don't know if 323 is still out there uh uh i don't know uh mr henning is he still out there does he still want to come on and say something i don't know i I saw his number drop off but if he is um i just opened him up he's on it's open now for joe all right 323 you want to speak no not not right now joe i'm listening i just took my hand down so that all right i was just making sure all right, I was just yeah, making sure. Gonna... Uh, Mike, while well, I got you on the uh, on here, too, uh, I got something that's about one minute and 40 seconds long. This is from this is the same exact thing that you're saying, which was said back in 1992. Okay, this was the founder of the Michigan Militia, and he and this is when the, they they went and appeared before the subcommittee chairman, uh, uh, um, uh, Mr. Specter there, the senator, Republican from uh, Pennsylvania, and the Senate Judiciary Committee, they testified the militia. They were brought up there. And this is about one minute and 40 seconds long, and this is what, what he said. And, and, it, and I just want to see how, how the message today differs from then, because we have a lot of old-timers out there, and we've got people that are my age, and, and then we've got people that are younger that, are, that, that have maybe been around the block a few times that say, hey, you know, we've heard all this before. What's going to change? What's going to be different? So let me just play this here real quick. And why someone would bomb the Oklahoma City Federal Building as a matter of retribution. Well, you don't understand the problem that we've had in Northern Ireland. You don't understand the problem that we've had in South Africa. You do not understand the, the hatred and the retaliation, the retribution, and the revenge that has been going on around this globe since time immortal. Then you don't understand the dynamics, sir. Well, Mr. Olson, uh, I may not understand, uh, and that's why we've had these hearings so that you can have a full opportunity to express yourself. May I, may I make a correction for the record, too? Senator Cole raised a, a uh, poster a moment ago uh, showing um, uh, Hitler with his hand raised in the air. So that's a copyrighted poster uh, produced by Jews for the Preservation of Firearm Ownership. Uh, it is not the work of some militia organization. So just to make that a comment for the record. Well, we'll pick up your comment about copyrights and about Jews uh, 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 
in a few minutes. Well, sir, I believe, I believe you're trying to lay at the feet. You're trying to lay at the feet of the militia. Some culpability as a responsibility. You're trying to make us out to be something that we are not, much like the press has tried to do over this last year. Uh, we are not what you think we are. We are not what the press wants to feed to the American people. We are people who are opposed, opposed to racism and hatred. We are people who love our government and love the Constitution. There's been the design and the blueprint for governments around this world. We're proud of the United States of America. But the thing that we stand against is corruption. We stand against oppression and tyranny in government. And we, many of us, are coming to the conclusion that you best represent that corruption and tyranny. There are, there are millions, 40 to 70 million Americans out there on the other side of the Alleghenies, and there is intelligent life west of the Alleghenies, sir. And I believe that you have to talk to those people out there. You're, you're wasting precious time. All right, Mike. Yeah, um, so three things. Number one, um, it's almost like a big joke to me to begin with because we know that the politicians are all bribed and bought off and paid for, and they're working for the corporations, and they're working for the New World Order to begin with. So, of course, they're going to be opposed to him and anybody else that puts forth an effort. And along lines with that, of course, when the militia begins to grow, even with this new brand I envision, of course they will endeavor to, in, in, you know, infiltrate. Of course they'll endeavor to get some, you know, maniac or some red flag event and, and try to lay it on the militia. Of course they're always going to do that. Um, but I think that um, the other two things that went through my mind that were significant is that he didn't really um, – there was nothing I heard there that was talking about the militia in a new favorable community services, you know, type way, working with the sheriffs and, and growing the family and wearing militia T-shirts instead of camis, um, you know. So there is a, a new brand and a new flavor that needs to and deserves to, to, to develop and, and to help, uh, you know, assist the development and growth of the militia, which is what we're working on doing. Um, other than that, I, I think that, you know, when you go back to that time where they did, you know, look, there's people out there that, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not making any assertions. I'm just saying that there's a whole bunch of people out there. I'm not, I'm not going to say point fingers or say who agrees or who doesn't, or if I agree or if I disagree, but let's just say there's a whole bunch of narratives out there over the last 20 years that 9-11 was an inside job, right? There's a whole bunch of information out there that, that suggests and indicates that, you know, the blowing up of, in, of Oklahoma building was an inside job. We, we know that the new world government agenda right now they're killing billions of people with vaccines and jabs right they don't mind killing people they killed a hundred million people between world war one and world war two they have no problem killing people as long as they get to sit pretty on the top we're just slaves to them we're just animals to them they're just trying to use us and manipulate and control the hordes and the masses and they're promoting they're, they're literally creating and, this, and he didn't address this either. He just said corruption. No, we need to call out the perversion, the immorality, the godlessness that is spewed into our society by Hollywood, by the television programmers, by the cartoons, by the video games. I just wrote a blog today. When you get a chance, check it out on the website. It says, what is a righteous army? And I'm just, you know, I just wrote a blog on today exactly what a righteous army is. And the blog after that is Mega Maga Fail, where I address the whole issue of how Donald J. Trump Always make America great again, make it strong again, make it wealthy again. Not once did he ever say, make America godly again, make America Christian again, make America moral again, make America decent again. And uh, as was pointed out in our meeting Sunday night, um, 
by uh, our guest speaker. He, he never said make America healthy again. All of those things are more important than anything. We're never going to become great or wealthy or strong or safe if we don't become godly and moral and decent and healthy. So these are issues that even at that time were not pointed out. And he was just trying to defend that the militia of that time, which to the most part was only understood to be, you know, uh, kind of the, you know, the backwards cami, you know, military gear, guns out there practicing type of militia to begin with. It needs to be yeah, brought yeah. to the they, Well, what it is is, you see, the government was scared, and they got scared because it woke up the 40 or 70 million people that were tired of the government at that time. You know, you had right. the, the Rodney King thing happen. Then you had Randy Weaver. Then you had uh, Waco. And then then that this committee hearing was actually right after that, actually. I gave the wrong date. It wasn't 1992. It was a little bit after that. It was 1996, 19, uh, that happened. So, but that was the founder of the Michigan militia, Norm Olson. Uh, I know who that is, actually. And, um, and during the 90s, the militia community swelled to a proportion that the government was afraid. And, in fact, a lot of people were like, whoa, you know, we've got these people out there that are better armed than the military. They have brigades. They've got battalions. They've got platoons. They've, they've got divisions, uh, even. You know, they've got their own division up there. They had, what, three divisions up there in Michigan. You know, I mean, it was insane. So, you know, we, we grow those ranks again, but we are living in different times now. Now they're watching us. They're listening to us more. We have the Internet where we have the social communication, and we have the uh, lone wolves out there. And the, like you said, the provocateurs, you know, they're more openly uh, functioning openly now. Uh, we have corruption that's more right blatant in our face now. How can we, uh, you know, overcome this? If they were righteous, they wouldn't be scared. They'd have nothing to be scared of, right? They were scared because they know they're corrupt, and they know that an organized people can do something about it. So, of course, the, the enemy, is particularly the enemy within, is going to be scared. Again, our government, it's simple. The, I think the opening lines I used when I created the website a few months back was, our government has, in fact, been infiltrated and hijacked by communists, and it's a slow drip by drip process that's occurred pretty much over the last hundred years. They know what they're doing, slow, slow, slow by slow by slow. For their heirs, their, their kin, um, they have a one-world order vision of them owning the earth, controlling everything, and controlling all people. So they're destroying the earth. They're destroying everything God made. They're destroying – look, God created – if you believe – you either believe in God or you don't. If you believe in God, you believe God created all things. And if you believe in that God created all things, then that means there was once a really beautiful earth with a bunch of pristine lakes and, 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 and mountains and valleys and, and nature and rivers and clean water and different tribes and nations of different people living around and getting along. But lo and behold comes the fall. We can go a million direct, different directions on people's beliefs and interpretations about what the quote-unquote fall was about. But the bottom line is things went awry where you have a group of people that decided, uh, let me just control everything and have control over all things. You know, in, in, in short, God's plan, you know, at least to the extent that we can say, you know, um, the biblical accounts, right, of, of Abraham, right, 
Um, Abraham well, well, how can the militia? I think that's well, what I'm trying to really get to, Mike. That not to go because I don't want to go too far in that that range. Okay. Is that the questions that I'm getting online right now? Is, what is the militia prepared to do? What are they going to do? Or if they're prepared to do anything, and how are they going to fix what's going on right now? Because everyone wants I, to fix. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my vision on that. As I indicated, the militia must right now. Right now, there's only three things happening. People are waking up, and they are. And when they wake up, they need to get educated. The, mo- the best place for people to get educated is the big virus hoax, H-O-A-X, thebigvirushoax.com, because that addresses all of these issues as well. I spent two years on it. And then that led to the development of, okay, what are we going to do? So what we need to do is, again, we need to organize in our communities in mass in a way that's lawful, peaceful, open, transparent, and smart. And because we do have the right to assemble, we do have the right to bear arms, we, we, we are the militia, we the people are the militia, the government doesn't control the militia, the government doesn't tell the people to, what to do, we the people are the sovereigns, we tell the government what to do, they're elected officials, they do our bidding, we don't work for them, we're not their slaves, but that's the way they've tried to turn, turn it into. So the people Well, they actually have, because you've got 700 plus people sitting in a federal prison right now, <laughs> that kind of told me what to do, you know? <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know, that's what people are worried about, I guess. Yeah, frankly, there should be one million armed militia at Washington demanding their release, frankly. And the point well, is, until we are, until we grow that we're big enough, right, that they know here's 70 million people wearing an I Am Militia T-shirt that are all claiming they have the right to assemble and, and bear arms and look at them all being peaceful, cool, calm, and collect. And they have one little person coming here with one little sheet of paper giving it to the federal government saying, here's our demands. Act on it now or we're coming in. See, ultimately, we don't need arms. Once we're big enough and we're strong enough where we could use arms if we had to, they're going to listen to just our voice because we're big enough and, and united enough and organized enough and structured enough and strong enough. They're going to be scared shit with some of us, no doubt about it. So at well, that point, all we have to yeah. do is yeah. write down, they, they where, have a lawful paper, have a lawful contra- a piece of paper. It could be one piece of paper that tells them where they're out of line. Change it or we're coming in i.e., release all of them, and we'll have a, a, an instant, spontaneous public I trial. Think, I, think that, I think if you, if you went to the capital of, the, of this country and did something like that, uh, we're coming in. I, I just don't think – I mean, I, listen, you know I love you. I support you. I'm with you. I'm with you on everything. But I, on that idea, I don't think that would work. I think there would be – they'd surround it. They'd put guards up. They'd have the National Guard there, and they'd chase us all away. And if we did try to go wait, in wait, there, wait, wait. you know, they'd have us arrested again, you know? On a small scale, that reminds me – it just reminds me of, of – I see 614 put his hand up there. But go ahead. Yeah, that's one of the people I asked actually to call him. But go but, ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. As you know, Colonel Brian Hunt, who was the commanding militia officer at the Bundy Ranch episode, they, they, they led the FBI, the federal government, out of there at gunpoint. Okay? Ultimately, That's they true. prevailed. Yeah. So what I'm saying is if we're big enough, as we should be and should have been a long time ago, um, and, we're, and we're doing things lawful, peaceful, transparent, and smartly, that at, at that point, you know, right now, no, right now they'd love it if, uh, if, if, if there was only a million 
All right. I, when I say a million going there, I'm talking about there's 70 million of us, and yet we just send one million of us, and, and really we can send one person because they're the official spokesperson for the militia. They are the national militia coordinator speaking on behalf of the whole organized structured system. So when that one person goes there with a white flag and a white piece of paper with the demands, it's all articulated, articulated, okay. lawful on paper. All right, Mike, Mike, let me bring on this gentleman here, 614. Let me bring you on to uh, in the conversation here. Go ahead, 614. Hello. Yes, uh, a lot of this sounds familiar. A lot of it actually sounds new and kind of refreshing. I've been involved with any number of various groups of people. I, I kind of find it amusing that Brian Hunt's name was brought up. But um, the... The, the the common thread that I'm finding among most of those who call themselves militia, a lot of them are being run by people who want to lead something and have motives other than uh, that they're not really revealing, and they kind of play on the hearts and minds of those who do want to live in uh, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness as the creator would have wanted. Um, <clears throat> one of the things we need to stay away from, though, uh, particularly that I often hear, uh, particularly among those of us who do believe in a creator God uh, and uh, actually have some belief in something, um, that we have to, to stay away from ostracizing those that do not believe but still want to be free. Because even if, even if, um, we know we know there's a creator. We know he wrote the laws by which the entire universe is uh, abiding in. And, and the founders didn't write about the Christian God. They said that the the truths of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness were self-evident in the creation itself. It is written in the creation. So whether you believe in God or not the entire universe abides by certain principles, and those principles are clearly observable, observable, and we should always be standing on the ground of self-evident truth. The founders were very genius in that. Some of them were deists. Some of them weren't even Christians, but they did understand in a higher power, and that higher power is what we, we do answer to, that, that which is the law of the universe. Um, anyway... So that's one thing. Getting too religious and excluding certain individuals who understand that um, is is one thing that divides. And I say that too because the institutional church, 501c3, as it exists with corporations in agreement with the IRS and the Vatican and all of that garbage, go back to treaties going all the way back to to 1200 AD and, and whatever, and if you want to go all the way back to when Rome and, and Constantine made an agreement, um, which is where all of this is stemming from, ultimately, uh, the, the church is not always uh, really doing the best uh, will of God for the people. Pastors and lay people who work for the church often don't understand that they are working in agency. They are working to pacify the public and keep the belief of the, the universe and the creator away from the people and to keep them subservient to the government, which has ultimately become God. We talk about communism. 
but most people who are performing communism and stuff, they don't identify. So you, we got this whole identity thing going in America. You can identify as a cat or a rhino or a hippopotamus. You can you can be or do anything you want. They don't identify their communist Marxist ways as communist. They think it's something else. They just keep redefining things. So we need to stop looking at these as specific political things. Just as I was talking about Christianity, the, the idea of freedom and liberty, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is not necessarily just a mutual Christian thing. It is a religious thing. It is a God thing. It is a law of the universe. It's self-evident. How do we counter that? We've got the ideas of Karl Marx and communism and, and communal uh, needs, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few and the one. One of the greatest things that I ever loved in my life growing up was Star Trek, but my God, was that not the epitome of what would be a communist utopia where everybody just comes together and does all the things for everyone else, never thinks of themselves, never has any personal aspirations to be any more than the Enterprise ship janitor who actually does his job joyfully without ever wanting to be anything else, uh, without getting paid and, and just given his a portion of, of whatever it is that they get because the replicators will just make all the food and give you all the water and everything you ever need. And nobody ever actually has to work for anything. So how do we that have order then? So how do we have order then? I mean, the militia is just a part of – it's just we the people. Yeah. We have to have the government instituted, and that's why we got the republic, and that's what we are, the republic here. And, and we have to have the lawful de jure government reinstituted. But the de facto is not going to give it up. They're not going to step aside. No, the de facto They're not going to say, here's the keys to the building. They, no, the de facto is not going to give it up, and they never have. So through what they could not do by the king alone, by King George, they did through the financial banking system. Rome never fell. Rome didn't fall. It got consumed. It got consumed into what would become the church, who then decided who gets to rule over all of the the lands of Europe for hundreds of years, right? And then that 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 relationship between what was then the Vatican, the Catholic Church, and the kings and queens of Europe, um, who who blessed them as God's divine right to rule those lands and tax and do whatever they wanted, as long as they gave a portion of it back to Rome. That, that Rome did not fall. Rome was consumed by the church, and that is just a continuation and extension of what happens today. How do we stop that? Let me ask yeah, because you had people protest. You had people in Michigan during 2020 going to the governor, going to the state capitol. I remember they were going to the state capitol. I remember yes. you just look what happened, you know, and nothing happened. Yeah. All they did was lock How the doors and stop. shut the doors. Can the I biggest respond? protest can I, you can make, the biggest protest yeah. you can make, you're never, ever going to stop this as long as you rely on somebody else for what you need for your survival. So if you that's, rely that's on their corporations to survive, if you rely on them for your food, your water, your shelter, your transportation, if you're relying on Ford Motor Company, Walmart, the City of Columbus Division of Water, whatever it is that you're relying on to survive, AEP for your power, as long as you are reliant on them, they will enslave you. As long as you're reliant on their system of paper – in order to provide those goods. See, you're, you're the, the, 
Federal Reserve notes, okay. most people here probably know they're worth absolutely nothing. The digital dollar will be even worth less than the paper because there's going to be no paper even involved. So, Can I comment? Yeah. Yeah, Mike yeah. wants to comment on this, Adam. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, because Adam is it? Yeah, Adam? Adam, yeah. Hey, Adam. Yeah, you made some outstanding points that are very significant, and it's got me wanting to respond here. Um, for, there's a couple things here. First of all, um, going to the God thing, the Christian, we know there's a mainstream Christianity that's bogus, it's BS, it's an infiltrated, hijacked religion as well. Um, I don't think we're ostracizing non-Christians um, so much as we're saying that our mission is also um, one of moral virtue. It has to be. Um, you know, if we take this kumbaya, hey, we're all, you know, we all have rights and liberties and freedoms, well, there you go. That's what the communists take advantage of, specifically with their communist manifesto of demoralize, right? Break down, you know, no more male, no more female, no more race, no more black, no more white. Everything is transsexual, transgender. You know, they just turning everything in <laughs> to what people center to right, particularly that, that are Christians or they believe in God and they believe in the natural order of, of procreation view as being perverted and immoral and filthy and wrong, which is, you know, uh, true in, in many, many, many ways. Uh, of course, you've got the people on that side that would say, no, that's just the way I am. That's my nature. So there's the only moral, the only division that really exists in life is a moral division. So where we're at here is we might not have a nation. We might, in fact, that's true. We, 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 we may never recover the republic. So what we need to do, and we talked about this in our meeting the other night, is ultimately we do have to work together. Those of, all those that I was referencing being the militia and uniting and organizing, that righteous army, yes, it's not necessarily even about us having to get so big that the de facto is afraid of us and we go with our one sheet of paper and say, here's where you're out of line, straighten it out and we're moving in, although that would be a viable solution. But it's equally, if not more so, about us uniting and organizing so that we have our arcs. We become the arc. We, we're creating our communities, our pods, right, and we're protecting and defending one another. I, I, the best way I can describe it would be kind of a vision of imagine if everybody that is center to right, imagine if everybody that voted for Donald J. Trump, imagine if everybody that believes in God and traditional family values and they're opposed to the New World Order, One World Government agenda, they're opposed to the de facto government, they believe in the republic, but the republic is gone, bye-bye, um, that they want to maintain their God-given rights, which, which includes what's protected by the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. They want to imagine if all of them started, you know, getting, you know, uh, anywhere from 5 to 10, 15, 20 acres, 5, 10 families, moving in there, gating it off, fencing it off, growing their trees and their vines and their water and their natural wells. But you know what? If one group does that, the feds are going to come in and find them and say, you can't do this. But if there's a bunch of groups doing that and they all are standing, again, as militia, united we stand, right? And, and we, we've all got our radios and we're calling the next one over and the next pod over and the next pod over. And then all the militias coming in to protect every individual pod then there's, there has to be a degree to which we are standing up for not only our dignity and our rights, but for our sovereignty. Because it, as far as they're concerned, they're going to take it all away from everybody. And, and there's a good portion of the population that's going to fall. You know, the, from looking at it from a big, biblical perspective, you know, the Bible talks about the remnant, right? They're not all going to make it. 
right? There's a whole bunch of people out there that d- deny God. They defy God. They don't want nothing to do with God or his laws or his ways or anything else. They are outright perverted, immoral, filthy, and that's what the communists And When we say communists, those that run it, those that own the Fed, those that own the banks, the banksters, those that want the new world order, one world government, communism isn't China or Russia. True communism is global domination. But, Mike, that separatism idea, being separate has been tried. It's called the Civil War, where the states broke away and said, hey, no, we're not a part, you know, and look how that turned out. You know, if you start going and you've got 13 states or 10 states of where people bought land, 200 acres, 1,000 acres here, 10,000 acres out in the Northwest, and you get a couple thousand people or tens of thousands of people that want to break away from the system, you know what's going to happen. They're going to come for right, you. They're going to come for right, us. That's why, right. That's all the more reason for us to unite and organize. I mean, otherwise, what do we – There's we have two other options, and I'm opposed to both of them. One, I harp on it all the time to make fun of the point that ultimately it is a, a Christian concept that this is the devil's world after all. This is a wretched world. <laughs> yeah. Right? And, 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 and Jesus is coming back. So I'm waiting on the Lord. You know, I'm, I'm going to sit in my church pew and wait for the Lord. He's coming back anyway. And, you know, lay not your treasures on this earth, but in heaven. I mean, what motivation does that person subconsciously have to try to make the world a better place to begin with? None. Um, but yet there's a lot of people that take that path. Then the other option oh, is... Oh, yeah. Oh, oh they just, sure do. They say, they, they say they're sojourners. We're just passing through. We're not of this world. So, you know, my job is just to save souls. Screw the government. You know, hey, you know, yeah, you're right. I get so aggravated with those people. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. That's the ultimate psyop. That's the ultimate psyop they've put into, into place to keep people quelled and keep them off of their ass. So, the, look, the, the only... The, 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 the thing we must do is have a righteous army, period. You have to have a righteous army. It's just that simple. The righteous army are, I wrote about it. Look at my blog on what a righteous army is. You want me to read it? It's not that long. I'll read it real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and read it. We've got a lot of people here listening. Go ahead. Okay. Um, let me, please, uh, anybody else wants to put their hand up, by all means, go ahead. We've got a question here from Mike, the uh, commander, national commander for the militia, righteous army. He's putting together a righteous army across the country, uniting all the militia groups, all the militia people, but you are the militia, and coming together to stand up against this tyrannical government and new world order. But go ahead, Mike. A righteous army. What is a righteous army? A righteous army is a community of men and women, righteous warriors, who all agree upon certain ideas and principles. God's law and common law are the foundation for their beliefs, lifestyles, and choices. Men and women within such a righteous army and community know they possess God-given inalienable rights of individual sovereignty, self-determination, free will, liberty, and responsible freedom. They trust in the Creator Lord God Almighty with all their heart, mind, soul, and body. Men and women in a righteous army live by the creeds, give me liberty or give me death. It is better to die on your feet than live on your knees. And evil will prevail when good men and women do nothing. Such a righteous army and community unites and organizes to identify evil and corruption, calls out evil and corruption, and takes a bold, mighty, confident, fearless stand to fight against and eliminate evil and corruption in all its spiritual, political, and social forms. Such men and women communicate, support, and defend one another. Anyone who truly believes in the Creator Lord God Almighty, the divine and infinite one, trusts fully and completely in that one and only God of life. They know that all things exist 
by way of God's intentional creative design. They know that God created all the unique, beautiful races of men and women, which were meant to be acknowledged, appreciated, respected, preserved, and protected, just as the God of life intended for them to be. They know there exists a new world order, one world government agenda, which is a godless communist agenda that is hell-bent on destroying, amalgamating, and bastardizing what God made. They know the godless communist new world order, one world government agenda is behind all godless, immoral, perverted, indecent, filthy, violent, inhumane, liberal, progressive, homosexual, transsexual, transgender, transhuman movements, which is endeavoring to eliminate racial integrity, gender identity, and moral virtue. Men and women in a righteous army know the conspirators of the New World Order, One World Government agenda own and control all forms of media, including Hollywood, television, cartoons, music, music videos, video games, news broadcasts, advertising, etc., and are using those resources to establish social trends, narratives, and propaganda to influence, manipulate, and control the way people think and behave. Men and women in a righteous army know that anyone who truly believes in and trusts in the Creator, Lord God Almighty, the divine and infinite one, the God of life, would never cover their vital airways with a face diaper and rebreathe their own carbon dioxide and mouth-filled bacterial waste in and out of their lungs. They would never inject chemicals and toxins of any sort into their body or bloodstream. Men and women in a righteous army use their God-given intellect, common sense, and ability to reason to question all things. They question all alleged authorities, all theories, all pseudoscience, all science, all spiritual and religious doctrines, and all political and social narratives. Men and women in a righteous army stand boldly, mightily, confidently, and fearlessly for their dignity and rights. Keep fighting the good, righteous, and noble fight. Join our righteous army. God bless you. Well, I mean, this is David Hurtler. May I have the floor? Yeah, go ahead, Mr. Hurtler. Go ahead. Thank you so much. First of all, Mike, I am absolutely blown over by the words that you speak. You are so filled with God. I and. And the other gentleman that was on, I don't remember what his name was, but wow. Uh, and Ju- Justice Waters, Thank- what a tremendous presentation. And, Mike, you're always Thank- right on. Okay, I want to just tell you that when Gene and I got involved with the Republic back in 2010, there was numerous times that I talked to clergy, and what they would say to me is obey them that have the rule over you. Okay, if I go back to 1773, men of Marlboro, Massachusetts, they said this, this is what they said, death is more eligible than slavery. A free-born people are not required by the religion of Jesus Christ to submit to tyranny, but may make use of such power as God has given them to recover and support their laws of liberty. Now, I go the next year to 1774, Provincial Congress of Massachusetts. Listen very closely. Resistance to tyranny becomes the Christian and social duty of each individual. Continue steadfast and with the proper sense of your dependence on God, nobly defend those rights which heaven gave, and no man ought to take from us. When I became involved in the Republic back in 2010 and going into 2011, I didn't know anything about government. So what did I do? I started memorizing, give, give me liberty or give me death. 
that that speech was delivered on March 23rd, 1775, 27 days before the shot heard around the world. Now, Mike, I want to say this to you. We're coming out with a book. Praise God. I hope that it comes out this autumn going into winter. I, 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 I pray. And in this book is a sermon. I dissected a sermon that was given by Nathaniel Whitaker in the autumn of 1777, which was dedicated to George Washington. In his outline in his sermon, he went back to he went back to Judges chapter four and chapter five, where he points out that Jabin was a tyrant. What I'm saying to you is when I when I when I talked about tyranny, it, it's like tyranny doesn't exist today in the church world. Okay, back then, 73, 74, it did exist. But in this sermon that Nathaniel Whitaker delivered in the autumn in Salem, Massachusetts, this was his outline. Listen very carefully. There's, there's five. That the cause of liberty is the cause of God. That's number one. Number two, that to take arms and repel force by force when our liberties are invaded, is well-pleasing to God. Number three, that it is lawful to levy war against those who oppress us, even when they are not in arms against us. Number four, that the indolence and backwardness in taking arms and exerting ourselves in the service of our country, when called thereto by the public voice, in order to recover and secure our freedom, or our liberty is a heinous sin in the sight of God. And number five, listen to this, that God requires that people struggling for their liberty to treat such of the community who will not join them as open enemies and to reject them as unworthy privileges which others enjoy. I want to say this to you. We do not have a government running this country. We have, in this country, we have an enterprise system. We have a private enterprise system which came about with the Organic Act of 1871. And when these guys, these guys that were graduates from Yale, Harvard, and all these Ivy League schools, oh, that was okay. That was okay for for the founding fathers to to have this this you know the Declaration of Independence based on God's laws and so forth. The reason that America was the greatest nation in the world from the time of April 30th, 1789, when George Washington became president, up until the Civil War and after when they, when they did away with Lincoln, with, and, and he died on the 15th of April. Uh, and, and, and then you had Andrew Johnson, who was high up in the Mason's field, okay, where they made Washington, D.C., after they built the temple after they built the temple for the Masons, they made Washington, D.C. the world headquarters for the Masons, and they brought Albert Pike from South Carolina to give him residency in this Masonic temple. And then they made the Organic Act in 1771. I'm not going to talk about the 14th Amendment. Okay, but here's what their belief system was. This is who they thought they were. They, those guys that, that, that worshipped Satan, they worshipped Satan. There's, there's an oxymoron. If any Christians get involved with the Masonic Temple, it's an oxymoron. 
Here's what they believe. The Freemason Progressive President selected, listen to me, selected, not elected, okay, rejecting the timeless principles of the Declaration of Independence, progressives believe that the Constitution's arrangement of government based upon the separation of powers, checks and balances, and federalism only impeded, only obstructed, only hindered effective government. The president, this is what they believe. Listen to me. God is dead in the All right, hey, David, okay? David. I, I, David, I know you can get, carry on, but I know you're getting to a point here. But listen, we know that the founders and all everything back then, we know that they, you know what's wrong, and we know what's wrong. Many of the people on the call here know what's wrong, but they want to know what are we doing to fix it? How long? What are, what do we got to do? How much bloodshed is there going to be? What's the sacrifice? What do we got to do? Well, I think Mike, I think you, I think what's been what's been brought up tonight, I think is this is one of the most fantastic programs. Okay, the president, this is what they believe. Now listen to me. This is what they pushed away the Declaration of Independence. They pushed away the Constitution. They pushed away our our rights. Okay, they pushed them away. Why? Because those are God's tools. Those are God's tools. Because they wanted to run the government according to the God of this world, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. This is what they believe. They said the president should be trusted with the legislative mandate. Why is legislative in, involved in the executive branch? The president should be trusted with the legislative mandate to create administrative agencies and government aid programs to improve the lives of citizens. See, that was their mandate. They oh, we don't need the Constitution. We don't need the Declaration of Independence. We don't need the Bill of Rights. This is who they were. So what I'm saying to you guys are right on the same page. You guys are, what you guys are saying tonight, I'm telling you, it's awesome. You guys keep going, keep doing. Mike, you are in, you are, you are definitely a leader above leaders. And, and well, thank you, David. We like, want you. Like we comment. want you. I- in the Republic. I, I like, I, I appreciate that very much. And I, I want to comment on everything David said quickly is number one. I think that everything he said, because um, um, when, when Joseph, you know, when you, when you indicated, you know, that we know that you're right, we do. But I think it's important that David speak as he's speaking, because as we know, there's a lot of people right now that are in the process of waking up and they need to hear that. So I, I welcome that True. as well. In fact, I'd like, to, I'd like to invite you on to our uh, national militia meeting um, tomorrow, if you can make it, um, I, I'll make you the first speaker, just so you can repeat everything you said now. You made some great quotes. You referenced some great material. I'm a firm believer in getting out this kind of information, um, even though it's redundant for some of us that know about it, because a lot of people are waking up and they need to hear that. So if you can join us, um, if you, just for the record, nationalmilitianetwork.com is a domain name that points and forwards to righteousarmy.org and militiausa dot org is a domain right, name right, that right, right, i'm writing this down will you please repeat that right right say it yeah. again so yeah so national militia network dot com national militia network dot com points and forwards to righteous army dot org and you. and also militia usa dot org points and forwards to righteousarmy.org 
So nationalmilitia.com, points and forwards to righteousarmy.org, and militiausa.org, points and forwards to righteousarmy.org. Righteous Army being what, the primary uh, domain. What, what and, time and, is the and at the top of the page, at the top of the page, if you go there, you'll see, scroll down just a little bit, and you'll see uh, national militia meetings, and you'll see the meeting ID and password, and it gives the time. It's every Sunday and Wednesday at 6. And I'm thinking about adding Friday. Um, a couple people told me I should be having the meetings every Eastern, night. Is that Eastern oh. time? Is that Eastern time? Yeah, Eastern yeah, it's time. Yeah, Eastern time, yep. Okay. So I'd, I'd love um, – and if, if, if take my phone number down, too, because if you'll text me before – you know, confirming you're going to be there uh, with your name, um, I'll make sure I have you as the and that goes for everybody that's on the call here tonight, too, to, to go to these militia group meetings. And you'll meet a lot of great people and, and oh. you know, be on camera with them, great people, like-minded people that have a lot of great ideas, oh. and we can learn from oh. each other. Oh. So here's my Why phone number. Awesome. Thank you. Here's, here's my phone number, David, and for everybody else, anybody can take this number and call me anytime. It's 305 910-6206. And if you'll send me a text, David, with your name and number and remind me um, that I was going to have you to speak first tomorrow, um, so I'll make sure to keep an eye out for you when you come in. And thank you for thank your, your you. Is there anybody out there on the call here tonight that oh. has their doubts or reservations about the militia oh. community or has maybe suggestions on what they can do? You know, uh, I mean, we don't want to hear negative bashing or anybody out there that's going to bash us or talk because I know i got a lot of those people on here. But, um, uh, um, well, the good Lord's turned a lot of them away lately, thank goodness. I mean, like, a couple years ago, I used to get hammered, Mike. I mean, I, I'm talking 40, 50 calls, just spam, just nonsense. I mean, uh, idiots, you know. But but the good Lord uh, has taken good care of me. Um, the, um, recently, uh, anybody out there want to add a comment or have something that they want to, you know, want to talk about the republic or or they want to talk about, you know, how is this going to be instituted nationwide, such a large country? You know, we talked about the counties, you know, like here in North Carolina, I have 100 counties, you know. Why can't I have 100 people across the state in each county, you know, be a point man in North Carolina for the militia and then, and then expound Absolutely. from there, you know, bring your family Absolutely. members, bring, you know. Uh, yeah. think, you would think, Joseph, with 80 million-plus people that voted for Donald J. Trump, I mean, that are all center-to-right people, I mean, I just posted something the other day, you know, kind of being a – it was actually a meme. I was being a little bit facetious, um, you know, somewhat, not, you know, not too badly. Um, and, and actually, I'm just going to read this meme because I posted it all over um, sure. social media. Sure, And uh, I, I want to comment um, on that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I said, a message from God. Is there not 1,000 men and women in every county, in every state, in the USA who will unite and organize under the banner of militia in a lawful, peaceful, open, and transparent community service-providing way? Is there not three to four patriotic Americans in every county and every state in the USA that voted for Donald J. Trump who are conservatives and Christians that honor the Constitution and traditional family values who will lead and command such an effort? Military veterans? Navy SEALs, Army Rangers, Green Beret. This is the meme, RighteousArmy.org. Let me comment on that, Mike. I think uh -huh. 
with everything that's happened over the years with the Patriot community and Donald Trump and this MAGA community and all that, I think, and then seeing 700-plus people be arrested and rounded up and then sentenced to many years in jail, five years for a breach of peace, totally, absolutely disgusting, ridiculous, and nobody come to their aid. I think in order to get this thing kick-started and grow, growing, this is what I'm suggesting, and it doesn't have to be for me, it doesn't have to be for you, it doesn't have to be for anybody else. The next time someone gets singled out, like the Bundy Ranch, everyone comes to their aid, and we say, enough, no more. That's right. If, you know, if it's unlawful, if there's anything unlawful, I mean, of course if they hurt someone, you hurt someone, you, you break the law, you know, you go against God's law, you, you, you know, you hurt a rape a woman, you have sexual assault, or, you know, something crazy, you know, we're not going to back you up. But this other stuff where people are just singled out, and they're, they're cordoned off, and they're, they're – they're, and, they're isolated off like Sarge when he calls in and talks about a lot, and then they're snatched up and thrown in prison. We say no, no more, no more. That's right. I think that would give us a lot of credit, and and we would have a lot of validity, and a lot of people would say, hey, you know what, that group stands for something. You know what, that militia community. You know what, Mike and Joe or or David or whoever, whatever. I'm just putting names out there. It doesn't have to be anybody. Joe Schmo from Kokomo. It's just you know uh, those guys. They stand for something. They'll come to our your aid if you need help. Because that's what we live in a world today, Mike, where nobody helps each other. You know, Mike, when you call me, what do I do? I call you right back, right? When you want to call me, you get a hold of me. But today we live in a world you can't get a hold of nobody. Nobody's around. They're late. You can't get ten people to meet for coffee at Burger King. You know, I mean, it, it's just, you know, it, it's disgusting. We have got to have unity. You know? Yeah. And that's just my opinion and what I think would really work and really show some, some, some sort of stability. And that unity needs to be a righteous army. Yes, means we're all we're all we're all opposed to the liberal leftist progressive transsexual transgender communist godless new world order. All of us who are opposed to that, all of us who believe in the Constitution, the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, Bill of Rights, God-given and eligible rights. All of us who believe in the Creator Lord God Almighty and traditional family values. There you go. That's it. That's all we all yeah. agree on. We're, we need to be, come together as a righteous army, fearlessly. If you truly believe in the Creator, Lord God Almighty, you have nothing to fear. You're going to die yeah. anyway. I'd rather die in righteous glory than, uh, you know, doing what's right, fighting against evil and corruption, you know? Yep. You know, I had a friend of mine. Uh, Adam was on here. Adam's called into this show for many years now. Adam, I think he's gone now. He's off the line. But uh, he's listening via the Internet. Um, I had a guy call into this podcast uh, back in 2020, uh, 2019, we all know his name, uh, Barry Croft. He was one of the guys that got arrested and has been charged in the Michigan uh, governor. He used to call into this podcast continuously, and I used to let him expound and, and go and go and go and talk and talk and talk. And, and, and he never really ever said anything that was off the, you know, that was, I thought that was wrong. And, and look what, where he ended up. He got isolated. He got snatched up, and now his, you know, he had two, his daughters. I knew his daughters. I knew his mom. I talked to his mom on the phone. You know, and, and look, a friend now, a good guy. He was a good guy. He really was. He was a really good guy. And now he's in jail for the rest of his life, probably, most likely. Well, see, what, you know, you're, saying, see what you're saying right now, what you're saying right now, I'm just going to be blunt. Uh, blunt. If if your broadcast right now was going out to all of the world, all of the United States of America, 90% of the listeners, just based on what you said right now, aren't going to come forward. They're going to stay cowards in their yep. church piece. They're going yep. to stay cowards at home. You're right, Mike. But we're calling them out, Mike. We're calling them out. 
Stand That's forward, right. stand fast, go to RighteousArmy.org, go to RepublicanUnitedStates.org, get on the email newsletter, news list, get the shirt, uh, uh, the militia shirt, and come together and be a point man in your state. Stand up in your county, in your city, or your town, and be somebody and stand for something righteous. Nobody's going to tell you to go do anything that's going to break the law. Get out of that mindset. If you're an idiot that's going to listen to some FBI agent that's going to go, you want to go blow something up or shoot somebody or whatever, you're an idiot. You really are. You know? Cause, right. because, because Mike's not going to tell you to do anything stupid like that, and I'm not going to. We, we do not condone violence whatsoever. So Moreover, just put that out let me, there. Let me take on that point real quick. What, what ultimately what I'm doing and I, I don't know if you know this or not, but this past Saturday night, I had a phone conference with all of the militia coordinators. And by the way, I don't know, was that Adam or somebody else speaking earlier said it was laughable about Brian? Um, I'd love to hear his reason for that. I yeah, it was Adam, actually. Yeah, I would like yeah. to hear that, too, actually. I didn't get him on that. Yeah, I meant, I, I meant to. If he's still there, come back on, Adam. I, yeah, I'm going to send him a message, feedback. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it would be good to know where he's coming from, just to know, um, I, you know, just so we can discuss it. It's important. Um, uh, there's a lot I could say um, that I'm not going to get into right now, which was peculiar about a lot of things that's going on. But um, with with regards to the so-called militia that's real McCoy, um, had some weird things come up today. I, I'll probably address them in my meeting tomorrow night. Um, but I had a I was invited to do a, a conference Saturday night with. Uh, Colonel Brian Hunt and all the uh, state commanders around the nation. I didn't know how many were going to be on, but he said there were, there's some out there, of course, that he doesn't even know in different states. But I was on there with about eight or nine um, uh, state commanders, uh, Michigan, um, Tennessee, um, Northern California, Southern California. And we were discussing what I'm doing, right? Um, we were discussing my approach, my ideas, and um, bottom line was, you know, he gave me 30 minutes to express everything we're doing, and I made my case, you know, what we're doing. And at the end, I guess he was just being formal. Colonel Hunt said, oh, let's uh, let's go around the phone and, and vote on whether or not to, you know, accept Mike into our inner circle and work with Mike, um, which kind of what? doesn't make sense anyway. Yeah. Right. I mean, that, I mean, yeah. I mean, but, you know, I think he was just being kind of formal about it, which is fine. Um, and then... Um, Michael School, who's understood to be the legal office for for the militia, um, you know, came right out and said, "No, man, My, Michael's great. You know, he's got he's really got a broad reach." He says, "I've been hearing from people like all over the country about him. They're doing a good thing." He says, "He says I got no problem. I'm, I'm you know, basically said vote up. You know, as far as I'm concerned." And then um, Mark, who is their uh, investigative and um, security and intelligence advisor um, said, no, man, I mean, I'm, I, you know, I'm a yay for Mike. I mean, I spoke to him on the phone a few times, and he was very, very open and candid with me, which I was, about my background, everything. I told him who I am, you know, to the hilt. I got nothing to hide. So he said, no, I'm, I'm good with Michael. I, I had a great conversation with him, and my preliminary background checks came back fine on him, regardless of, you know, um, you know in, in conjunction with everything else he talked to me about openly and candidly. Um, so, you know, he, Brian said, uh, should we just hold off on this, or, or does everybody want to vote tonight? And he went around, and all of the others said, 
yeah, let's table this vote for next week, which is understandable. They've never heard of me. They want a chance to go to the website, check it out, and watch a few videos and see what I'm all about. So I got no problem with that. But again, to me, ultimately, it doesn't matter one way or the other. I, I mean, if they're militia and they're legit, we're going to be sending people their way. And this gets to the point I wanted to piggyback with you on. Not only am I not going to tell anybody to do anything unlawful or illegal or anything that would get them in trouble, but we are here yep. to be a, a protection force. We are here to be a, a, a – to, to, to be um, – what's the word I'm looking for? We, we are here to be the, the guardian angel for all of our brothers and sisters in the USA, all Americans that want to join the militia. I'm their protector because they will, they will give me their phone number, their, their family's phone number. When they decide they want to go off and meet with some militia hot shots and do the real McCoy training, we're going to know about it, and we're going to make sure that they got home safe and they weren't put sucked into some FBI sting operation. That's part of what I want to do is to be that safeguard, that safety mechanism, that protection, that guardian angel for anybody that is interested in the militia. Because I'll tell you right now, there's a whole bunch of people that are afraid. I don't know. I'll mention him again. I mentioned him um, in my meeting the other day. Somebody referred me to a guy named Jaron Jackson. Uh, Jaron, I believe it was Jaron Jackson. Jaron, um, Jaron. Let me just double check because this guy was referred to me because. Who are you talking about? You're talking about Mike. My, my, uh, you're talking about Mike. Uh, Mike Hunt, right? Um, Mike Hunt. Uh, well, it was uh, Brian, Brian Hunt. Hunt. Brian Hunt. Hunt. Excuse me. Brian Hunt, right? right? Um, yeah, but, but right now the, the, the point I'm wanting to make is that, um, you know, because I'm saying there's a lot of people that are afraid, right? And, and I was referred to a guy named uh, Jaron. I'm just looking on my phone to make sure I got his name right. I believe it was Jaron. Man, what was his name? I'm, I'm scrolling to try to find it. Um, Jaren, well, apparently Brian Hunt, well, well, I'm getting messages from several different people now, and these people I've known for years, and these are stand-up guys. Uh, they said, Brian Hunt, run. <laughs> run away. He's not a good guy, good character to be involved with. So that's what I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to try to get the facts, of course, because we don't, I mean, I'm just putting this out there. It's on my podcast right now, and I said his name, and I just want to say right now, this is coming from other individuals, not me. I don't know the individual too well. I heard the name. I remember from Inner Circles from years ago. So, uh, But I will put together facts, of course, because it is important. It's very important. We have to be able to trust the people that we're working with. That's and if right, people are absolutely. doing anything that's trying to bring down the militia, then we, we have to be aware of that, you know? Exactly, brother. And, and I'll tell you, that's why I told you earlier, I, I wasn't going to get into the details of it now, but I'm going to discuss it in my militia meeting tomorrow. Some really strange things happened today. Um, a text I got from one of the individuals I'm talking about, and I'm not going to discuss it now, but I am going to discuss it in my meeting tomorrow because it needs to be open and transparent. But, yeah, his name yeah. is Jaron Jackson. He was referred to me by somebody who told me he's gung-ho, man. He's, he's, he's a patriot. He's like, I think they said he was a former beret or SEAL. He was like, he's like a tough, you know, one of them tough, badass kind of guys, and he's got his patriot coffee for sale, and he's got a big following on the Internet. And, I, you know, they gave me his number. I sent him a text, and the other day I sent him a text inviting him to our national militia meeting. And um, without reading the whole text, at the end he says, um, yeah, well, I know the FBI. I know the FBI likes to play games, and I ain't taking the bait. So here this guy was afraid of me, little old nobody me, inviting him to a National Militia Zoom meeting. And I sent him the meeting today. I said, here's the meeting so you can see I'm legit and we're real. But that just goes to show you, somebody who's a badass, bravo, you know, Christian, patriotic guy is afraid to come into a Zoom meeting? 
because of the FBI and their Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we got problems, Yeah, that's a little odd. (laughs) Yeah, and and that's him. So imagine how many people. Look, we do know, I've said it all along, there's no question we know – we, we know about the January 6th setup. We know it was a setup. We know people were, were led into it. They were, they were set up. But you can bet your bottom dollar that after, that after that rigged election and after that, you know, January 6th ordeal and people getting arrested, you can bet that those government operatives, FBI, CIA, the corrupt ones that are working for the New World Order, were, going, were, were setting up all kinds of online sting operations, you know, promoting themselves as being oh, yeah. Russia and yeah. backwards. And I wouldn't be surprised if they have sucked in hundreds uh, Mike, of Mike, I remember, I remember when uh, Barry was on the phone with me one night. We used to talk for hours. I mean, I mean he and I would talk to like 3 o'clock in the morning. I was going through a custody dispute at the time, so, you know, he would counsel me, talk to me as a friend. And I he and I went to a gun rally in Virginia, actually. Um, and, uh, you know, um, it, it had lunch together and everything, and he told me a lot of things. And I remember he was going over my Facebook with me. He goes, yep, that guy, Joe, you can't trust him. Nope, that guy, he's no good. That guy, he's, you know, he's telling me all the stories. And, you know, I loved Barry. He was a good guy. And it just saddens me so much that, you know, that he was set up like that. And, and now he's, you know, and like I said, his daughters, his mother I knew, you know, and, and he invited me to that barbecue down there. And I was going through a custody battle. And I'm glad I didn't go now because that's when the FBI, I guess, went into their little inner circle there and started to introduce, you know, you know, get involved with them to set them up. And I'm glad I didn't go, uh, you know, and, I, and, and but, but I'm just saying it hurts to see good people taken down like that. And that's what we, we all worry about, too, you know, because there's good people with great intentions that turn into bad ideas and bad things happen to good people. And that's what we have to be so careful. That's true. And, and they, they, they endeavor to make that happen, you know, which, which is, again, that's why I'm always saying that the ultimate, the ultimate, the ultimate reality, the, the ultimate crux, the heart and soul, really, of what we're doing here is, again, I read it, what is a righteous army? People that are of like mind on that, anybody that agrees with what I read when I read my little blog on what a righteous army is, we need yep. to talk, we need to communicate, we need to Zoom, we need to email, we need to start having radio contact, we need to start having, uh, you know, help, you know, be coordinating to start building that, that parallel society, that ultimate. We, we need, you know, during, during, the, during the, the pandemic bullshit, right, as you know, my first thing before Righteous Army was the bigvirushoax.com for two years. 24-7 is all I did was anything and everything that had anything to do with viruses, what they are, what they're not, the science behind it, vaccines, what's in vaccines, how they're merging technologies with vaccines, social media censorship and the crime of it, our rights, what our rights are, the laws, 42 U.S. Code, 18 U.S. Code, Americans with Disabilities Act, civil rights, looking into all of those things, that website, that's why I say it's the ultimate place for people to go to get educated, those that are waking up. When I was doing that, yeah, when I was doing that, I didn't, I I wasn't here yet. I wasn't where I'm at now with Righteous Army. Um, But I created a a, a page on that website called Patriot Action Plan and another one called Patriot Action Warriors because what was I thinking at that time in Miami, of all places, Miami, Florida, where we have nice beaches and parks, and I, of course, wasn't covering my vital airways, and I'm not going to get a shot, and I'm going to exercise my rights. 
I'm not going to let them take my rights away from me without due process of law based upon an allegation of an invisible enemy. Hell no. So, yeah. man, yeah. where was where were the 300? I, I, at that time, I was like, I, I, I allude to it on the page. I'm like, you know, come on, people, where are you? Where are the people that are going to stand for their dignity and rights? We need to unite, organize together, know each other, so that if that crap happens again, 300 of us, go down to the beach where there's a couple police cars saying the beach is closed, and 300 of us walk right past them and say, have a nice day, officer. We're here exercising our rights. You can't take our rights away without due process of law. Here we are. Um, yeah. That's what needs, needed to be done then. That's what needs to be done now, and it needs to be done by the millions. Again, look, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Everybody that's of like mind, anybody that agrees with what I read, anybody who considers himself center to right, they, they, can, they can relate to the titles conservative, Christian, patriot, truther, conservative, traditional family values, Trump supporter, right? Anybody and everybody that's, of that, that's in that camp needs to solidify, unite, organize, and every single one of them needs to be wearing a shirt. Again, they can get it on my website, but they can make it themselves. I don't care. If you do make it yourself, at least put Militia USA on it or, or you know, RighteousArmy.org on it so that it'll be advertising to direct people to the site because that site, RighteousArmy.org, is inspired by God Almighty. Everything that's, on, that's written on that site was written when I was waking up at 3 a.m. in the morning with everything running through And real quick, I Mike, out. anyone who wants to make a comment here or who has a question here, now's the time to do it because we're winding down here in the show. Uh, uh, check in with us. Uh, press the number one if you're calling in. I know many people are listening to via, via the Internet, and they're trying to get in through the Internet, and I don't have that capability on here because we're plugged into so many other uh, platforms. But, again, and don't let this scare you off where we're talking about names, throwing names. You, you throw those big, high-profile names out there. Listen, if you're doing the right thing and you know you're, you're a law-abiding citizen, you're doing what's right, and you're standing up for what's right, and, you, and, you, and your conscience, inside your conscience, you know what's right, you know, you don't got nothing to worry about, man. You know, there what you, you really, you know, and, and at the at the end of the day, what we really have to worry about is our brothers and sisters out there. That's the sacrifice we need to make. And when we all start doing that, we're going to turn this thing around because we have to stop that's worrying about ourselves and start worrying about our, our neighbors, you know. And that's, that's right. the that's what's being right. That's righteous. That's righteous. Caring for the next Absolutely. man. Let me piggyback this on what you said real quick. When When the day comes that you have to be afraid of exercising your rights, then it's time to stand up or die. Yeah. One way or the other. Yeah. I'd rather die on my feet than live on my knees, you know, that old saying. When the there. day comes that you have to be afraid of exercising your rights, you have a problem. Well, that's why many people in the black community, they understand that and they get that. You know, many people are still around today because they understand the, the nonviolent protesting ways of uh, Dr. Martin Luther King and how he did it and went about it. And, and we need those people. We need those people in the militia community. We need those people in the republic. We need good people. And, you know, and look, every, people are going to attack you. You're right. Look, Mike, remember, I was on one of your uh, Zoom calls. I got attacked. <laughs> you know, they attacked me. You know, they they came out of the woodwork. Uh, you know, so, you know, it happens. It's okay. 
You know, I mean, I, I know where I've been, what I've been doing for how many years I've been doing it, and and and, and what's going on. And there's people that call in here that know me for many, many years. So, you know, your record, who you are, and what you do, and how you carry yourself will stand on for itself. You know, judge a person by the char- content of their character and what they're doing in their deeds now. You know, and that's so very important. And we and you you we know. You know, I, I think you said something so important one night. I remember you said you said. So in a meek way, too, you said, if you're searching for the truth, I believe you'll find it. You know, you'll find it. You know, you will. Right. You know, and God will steer you the right way. You will find it if you're searching for the right thing. If you're doing the wrong thing, you know, you're going to know it, too. You're going to learn the hard way. And that's just yeah. a fact. It's a fact of life. Yeah. common sense. So very important. Yeah, and, and to add to that, you know, because I probably said it more like this, only those who love the truth will seek the truth and when you seek the truth with all your heart mind and soul then you'll find it and and i think i might have alluded to the fact that dan um had given me a spark in my brain where for the first time i i understood the scriptural verse that says god will send them a strong delusion so they believe the truth to be a lie and the lie to be the truth and I was like, you know, people would say, well, why would God do that? Well, that's not nice of God to send a delusion and make people believe the truth to be a lie. No, the point is that God sends down the delusions so that those who do love the truth will seek it and they'll escape the, the delusion. Those that don't, won't. And that proves who is who. That's right. Amen to that. Uh, closing thoughts, anybody who wants to put their hand up real quick, do it now. Uh, I'm going to go down the line here. The people with their hands up already. I know we lost a few here. I'm sorry about that. It's hard when you're doing radio and you're not in Zoom. I can't see you. I only see numbers, and it's hard to get everybody on. You can only get so many people on to talk at once. Press one now if you want to say something here real quick. If not, go down the line. Um, uh, Mr. Henning, you want to say something real quick? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Thank you, Joe. Uh, again, thank you for uh, allowing this to come on the this platform for the Republic for the United States of America. And Mike, uh, man, I, I really appreciate your words and uh, what you're doing for America. Uh, continue to be righteous, brother. We do appreciate you. Uh, you know, Thank America, you, it, it is time. We all have to stand up together and, and our Republic is here. You know, we, we've holding these seats for the American people. Uh, this has been done as Joe knows and other people on this call. The Republic is here. It is standing in law, um, the world knows that the republic is restored. It's peaceful. It's lawful. Nothing to be afraid of here. Uh, the truth is here for sure. But, yeah, go to the republic for United States of America.org and educate yourself there. Be edified by all kinds of videos and documents and uh, the Declaration of Sovereign Intent and the Proclamation of Claim of Interest. Those are documents that were served on the world. We've claimed our country back, the republic. But uh, I see, is Justice Waters, is there something you'd like to say? Uh, Yeah, and I got 323 wants to say something too, so we'll go down the line here. Everybody gets a chance here, closing thoughts here. Judge, you want to say something real quick? Yeah, you know, uh, Mike, I'll just say this on your behalf. If people want to wait till the last minute when they come to break their door down, that probably (laughs) isn't a good time to try to think about maybe I should join the militia. Uh, they might want to do this thing now uh, because it takes a little bit of time to prepare, to get involved, to get put in ranks. You gotta, you know, you gotta practice. You gotta know what you're doing with each other. 
you know, that's the first thing they ask you when you join the Marines. Why did you join? And it better be because I want to defend something. That's, that's the right. correct answer. Well, we're not just defending something. First, we're defending a nation. Second, we're defending our very families and what we have and our rights. And if, they, if you Amen. can't defend that, well, I'm sorry, but we don't want you in the militia. You're no good to us. Simple Amen. as that. Right. Amen. Amen. Mr. So Hurtler, real quick, before I get to 323, uh, Mr. Hurtler, you want to say something real quick? I am absolutely... I am. This program has been fantastic, and I, I just want to say that you know, if there's a decay of conscience, the pulpit is responsible for it. Charles Finney said this. He said, if the public press lacks more of the sermon, the pulpit is responsible for it. If the church is degenerate and worldly, the pulpit is responsible for it. If the world loses its interest in Christianity, the pulpit is responsible. And here's here it is. If Satan rules in our on our halls of legislation, the pulpit is responsible for it. If our politics become so corrupt that the very foundation of the government are ready to fall away, the pulpit is but here it is. Here it is. The church must take right ground in regards to politics. Now who's the church? It's all the believers. The time has come for Christians to vote for honest men and take consistent ground in politics or the Lord will curse them. God cannot sustain this free and blessed country, which we love and pray for, unless the church will take right ground, and, and politics are part of religion in such a country as this. That's America. And Christians must do their duty to the country as part of their duty to God. Here it is. God, this is, this is, this is really true. God will bless or curse this nation according to the course Christians take in regards to politics. And I yield the floor back to you, sir. Thank you. All right. Uh, Mr. Henning, can you unmute 323, please, for me? 323? Yeah, yeah. we'll go to uh, 323, and then we'll look for uh, Representative Binder yep. to close this. Yep. Thank you, Joe. Uh, 323, why well, I want Mike to also say something here at the end. Go ahead, 323. Hello, people. My name's Joe. And the comment I want to make is, um, it's not up to the people to believe in you. It's up to you to make the people believe in you. In other words, you have to have credibility. The militias had a bad reputation and a bad um, uh, represent, uh, representation over the years. It needs a facelift. Now, the militia is absolutely necessary. But if you don't let the people know that you are working with as I've talked to some other militia people, and they're working with sheriffs. If you don't let the people, meaning the American citizen at large, know about what you—excuse me—what you're doing and how you're doing it, educating us, we're not going to join. All we, all you are to us, is just another voice in the wind. You may be a noble voice, okay? The mission is absolutely noble, but to say, hey, people got to stand up, sure. But with whom? There's a lot of people out there who are talking about being saviors. So my recommendation is establish credibility. I've been to the um, virushoax.org. That's good. That's very, very useful. You have to let people know that you are on the up and up, that you are um, for the benefit of us. Again, it's not up to us to join you. It's up to you to let us know why we should join you and 
what the benefits are. And I could go on and on, but you've only got you've only got a few more minutes left. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's good. That's good just stuff. What you quick, said. Just a quick interjection. A quick interjection. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. I have done that at the website righteousarmy.org. It's all spelled out. Anybody I'm there too. I'm, I've been there, and you still need credibility. You're talking no, about yeah, well, well. Okay, we're, yeah, getting, there. we're getting there. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate okay. what you're saying. You know, one of, one of the things that I, I'm even pointing out now is that I'm easily replaceable. This concept of having a point man and woman or two or three in every county um, all doing public service with gun safety meetings and and, uh, annual barbecue and, and, you know, monthly meetings on the law and making it a a community services type thing where they are also standing with wearing their I Am Militia Second Amendment T-shirts, that in itself is kind of the system. That's the facelift. And at this point, a five-year-old child can push that. So, I mean, I'm not – first of all, I'm not worried about anything happening. A five-year-old happening. child yeah. might be able to take a look at it, but a five-year-old child near a normal 35-year-old person. A, you know I'm just using a slapstick, you know, uh, you know okay. statement, right, just to, to make right. the point. Because what I'm, you're doing, it, again, is very it, noble, very necessary. But unless you do it the right yeah. way, people are not going right. to join, and they're going to think of you and any other organization as just – you know, a passing voice um, here and there. So when I talk yeah, about credibility, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about. It's not about me. Uh, it's about you. It's about you. It's about ju- ju- everybody that's listening. It's about. See, I can't do it all. We the the point men and women in every county are greater than me. So it's 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 about the people standing up. Let to me take say this role. one last time, Mike. You need credibility. Okay, just to, just because you have a website up, and you're talking about what you want to do and how it's going to benefit America, isn't enough. People need right. to know who you are, what you are, why you're going to do it, how you're going to do it, if you've got good relationships with the sheriffs, etc. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I think I understand what Joe's saying there, Mike. I think he, what he's understanding is that you have to have a good, solid foundation to stand upon and to branch out to so we can build good, strong branches. You know. And I appreciate that, and I know what you're saying too, Joe. And I do appreciate it, but I'm just you know. And I'm saying I'm as a former marketing director, as somebody whose yeah, job it was was to send out messages to people to have them buy our products. So I have a little bit of knowledge about at least my experience. I'm just passing it on to you. You need credibility, because if you've been doing this for a while and you haven't seen significant progress, that may be um, one of the particular reasons. And I'm a person who's come to Joe's show on a semi-frequent basis, and I want to save as much as possible a help to save our country, because I think that the country in about three years isn't going to, isn't going to exist. Okay? Right. All the, all the talk about the Federal Reserve has been correct. All the talk about corruption has been correct. But still, it's being done so incrementally that people who, who are in the know are still allowing ourselves to be enveloped by the, uh, the tentacles of corruption. And I, and I fear for our country. Yeah, I will tell you, I've only been doing this for two months. Um, it's relatively new. The Big Virus Hoax is a great site. I was working on it 24-7 for two years. Um, this has been a recent, you know, inspiration and effort, um, and, and it's making progress. But to me, it can't make progress quick enough because you're right. Time is of the essence. We're running out of time, and we need to, we need to grow, like, instantly overnight with this 
To me, there is credibility in the system I put forth. If if I need credibility, people can discredit me, you know, all all day long. I mean, if somebody out there is more credible than me and they want to, you know, take my message, I'm credibility for that. You need to have on your websites who you are, what results you've gotten, um, why people need to believe in you. You need to educate them. Yeah, and he has gotten good results, Joe. He has. He's got quite a good following there. I mean, I've seen it. Okay, that's okay. You have. I have. No, so, I, I mean I'm part of the Ameri- you know I'm part of the American citizenry. So for me or anybody else, just for example, when Joe got text messages from whomever asking about how you're going to do it, you know that's on the minds of people. How are you going to accomplish this in a way that's going to be successful and that's not going to endanger as least as possible anyway the the people right. who join well, your militia. Well, yeah. I will say as far as how we're going to do it, we can't do it without the American people. It, there, there's, a, there's a lot of room for leaders in this. I mean, I, I don't consider myself a leader. I'm just trying to encourage the leaders to stand up. We need leaders, three or four leaders in every single county that are going to We've got to get ready to get prayed out here, everybody. We gotta get, we're running out of time, but okay. let me just leave this thought for everybody, please. <laughs> Be courageous, challenge orthodoxy, stand up for what you believe in when you are in your rocking chair talking to your grandchildren many years from now. Be sure you have a good story to tell. You know, pray us out, brother. Representative right. Banker. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you for the feedback as well. We got some background noise there, whoever's praying us out. Thank you. Hey, Joe, can I talk to you um, after the show, uh, you know, while we're still uh, you know, in, in archive? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll leave the chat room open. I won't close it out. Okay, that's okay. fine. Okay. Got some terrible background noise, whoever it is. Pray us out, brother. Down there, Heavenly Father, please hear our prayer. Thank you for pouring out your blessings full of grace and immeasurable impact upon this nation. We are grateful for every life brought closer to you and every needful person's request of healing, enlightenment, and prayers for miracles answered. We are also thankful for the synchronous, uh, synchronous energy of multiplying from prayer groups of your people united together for the healing of this nation and the world. For this republic must stand the test of time in order for liberty and Christianity to flourish until the kingdom returns here on earth. And with your watchful love, Father, it shall carry on to an exponentially greater scope and number of enlightened people. Thank you for the prophets that bring your messages at just the right time when we can receive and appreciate your messages spoken through them, guiding and directing us. There's a massive amount of truth being revealed today, and we are thankful for being blessed to be a part of that, Father. Please continue to bless your republic in many ways, as you have done in the beginning for our founding fathers. Unite us together for the purpose of winning this spiritual battle by your will, Father, and your plan, victorious by the glory of the only true God and Creator, His Son, Yeshua, and Holy Spirit. To God be the glory forever and ever, and we pray in according to Father, your will, Father, and your plan, in the name of Yeshua. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. God bless Amen. the Republic. Hey, Mr. Henning, don't don't close out the show. Don't close out the okay. show. I'm going to close it out. Anybody want? I'm going to play a commercial here. I'm going to put uh, this gentleman in the green room with me. Three, two, three. Right. Okay. I'm going to put him in the green right, room with me. Good. Don't close out the show. I'm going to play a commercial. Okay. All right. Thanks, man. Everybody, Amen, have a good night. God bless the Republic, everybody. Amen. God bless. Now let's set the record straight. There's no argument over the choice between peace and war. But there's only one guaranteed way you can have peace, and you can have it in the next second. Surrender. 
Admittedly, there's a risk in any course we follow other than this, but every lesson of history tells us that the greater risk lies in appeasement. And this is the specter our well-meaning liberal friends refuse to face, that their policy of accommodation is appeasement. And it gives no choice between peace and war, only between fight or surrender. If we continue to accommodate, continue to back and retreat, eventually we have to face the final demand, the ultimatum. And what then? When Nikita Khrushchev has told his people, he knows what our answer will be. He has told them that we're retreating under the pressure of the Cold War, and someday, when the time comes to deliver the final ultimatum, our surrender will be voluntary, because by that time, we will have been weakened from within, spiritually, morally, and economically. He believes this because from our side, he's heard voices pleading for peace at any price, or better rev than death, or as one commentator put it, he'd rather live on his knees than die on his feet. And therein lies the road to war, because those voices don't speak for the rest of us. You and I know and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the pharaohs? Should Christ have refused the cross? Should the patriots at Concord Bridge have thrown down their guns and refused to fire the shockers around the world? The martyrs of history were not fools. And our honored dead, who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis, didn't die in vain. Where then is the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. Winston Churchill said the destiny of man is not measured by material computations. When great forces are on the move in the world, we learn we're spirits, not animals. He said there's something going on in time and space and beyond time and space, which, whether we like it or not, spells duty. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man. Let me make this an absolute fact. The goal is world peace. That must be our prime responsibility. We are the leader of the free world whether we want to be or not. 